Well, hey there. If you are interested in creating a legacy, making an impact in the world, you're going to love this episode. We're talking about creating social enterprise. Now, parents, if you're listening and you have small children in the room, you might want to listen to this later or put earbuds in. There's a few words, not bad words, but words that you might not want to have to explain to a seven-year-old at this point in the game. All right, stay with me. This is a great episode with a good friend of mine. Hey there, you're listening to the Living a Limitless Life podcast. I'm Sharon Hughes, and on this show, we talk about mastering your mindset, growing your faith, and becoming the leader you want to be with tips, strategies, and interviews to help you create a life you love. I'm really glad you're here. So come on, let's go. Joining me on the show today is a friend of mine, Stephanie Cortillier. She is the founder of Integris Women. She is a mover and a shaker, and she is changing the world for the better. She has created a social enterprise. You are going to love what she is doing to change the world for the voiceless. Welcome to the show, Stephanie. Thank you so much, Sharon. I'm so excited to be here as usual. I love getting to chat with you and, and talk about very meaningful conversations. Yeah, I'm really excited. I've, we've known each other about a year. I don't even remember how our paths crossed. Yeah, neither do I now that I think of it. Probably a mutual connection, I'm sure. It's how most paths do cross or running into you in an event, perhaps. <laughs> oh, I remember. We were at Dale Carnegie. There you go, running at an event. Yeah. That's right. And you spoke and I was enamored by your speech and I reached out to you <laughs> after that. That's right. You're like, who here wants to share their story? And you were like, first one to raise your hand. One, three, it. it was great. And then you invited me to come to one of your events and speak. And here was this room full of women with hearts full of hopes and dreams. <laughs> and you pour into them. Tell us all about Integris Women what you do, and about the out outreach that you have to help women and children that are struggling in Guatemala. Thank you. Yes. I started Integris Woman about a year and a half ago now, so we're still super new, which is really exciting. The vision, like many, starts from your own story. I did a lot of work. I actually personally hit burnout a couple times, so I was on my own mental health journey, if you will. And through that, I recognized that I was in the wrong, not the wrong line of work, I would say, but I was going after the wrong things. I was going after success in the format of how much money I had, what my title was, where I was building myself up to. And that's what caused my burnout because I was going after success based on what other people thought or what other people expected of me. And when I was able to, just through the struggles and challenges of a millennial not knowing who I was, where I fit in, where I belonged, and having these big, knowing that I was meant for more, essentially. I was able to build myself back up, and I started by first learning, what are my strengths? So I started asking myself questions. Who am I? Where do I belong? What does my legacy look like? What is the impact I want to make in this world? If I were to die tomorrow, what would people say about me? And these are really powerful questions when you really take the time to process and learn about yourself in that format. And through journaling, through gratitude, through affirmations, mindfulness, I implemented all these different practices and I found my why. I figured out my mission, which to be honest, I, it ended up looking back at my life and going, what are all the things that I didn't like? And then I figured it out 
kind of the a back way, the reverse way. And what I recognized was I loved giving. I was always a big advocate for volunteering. Um, my mom's a life coach and my dad's an entrepreneur. So I am the perfect down-to-earth realist who is all about holistic health and helping. And I have the, this almost like contrasting personality inside of me that I was always trying to figure out how do I use the best of both of those. And through that process, I ended up identifying, I want to serve women. I went through a ton of causes that I liked and I, I put together my strengths. I figured out what's the business I can start that can give in the way that I want to give. And that's where the, the concept, the essence, the mission of Integris Woman came to life. Oh, wow. I love that. You're like a, you're like the best, like if your parents were peanut butter and jelly, you are the sandwich. <laughs> I know that's completely corny, but you are. <laughs> I am a perfect blend of both of those personalities, which is, it was really hard just growing up. I, I really didn't ever felt like I fit in, in a sense. Mm -hmm. I always, as a young kid, my mom would take me to life coaching seminars and personal development week long retreats. And I was always the youngest, youngest person in the room. I remember I was like 16, 17 amongst 40, 50 year olds. Mm -hmm. So that's where those are the type of conversations I wanted to have those deep conversations. And it really formed the person and the leader that I've become and, and the type of work that I really want to be doing in this world using business for good. And that's where the social enterprise piece came into play with, with how we structured our organization. Yeah. So let's talk more about your organization because you have events going on monthly and you have all kinds of speakers that come in that are, you know, empowering other women and championing the things that, that you've just talked about, like mental health and being successful in business and um, just growing mindset work, all this stuff. So how did you actually birth Integris <laughs> Women? Because that's, that's no easy thing to do. It's not, especially with the amount of different I'm a multi-passionate entrepreneur and I love meeting other multi-passionate entrepreneurs because everyone else tells us, well, you need a niche down and pick one thing. Right. Mm -hmm. And it's when you're, when you have so many passions, it's hard to do that. You're just like, mm -hmm. you get bored after trying something a little bit and you're like, Oh, oh, shiny object. I want to go try this now. So it did take a little bit of the commitment and accountability to get it started. Mm -hmm. And to be honest, this isn't my first endeavor. I had a couple companies before, and what I learned just through those experiences was the reason that I wasn't able to scale was I was trying to control everything. Mm. And it was all about me being the one running that organization. So when I started Integris Woman, I knew from the heart behind it and the vision I really had about it, if I really want to impact thousands of women, if I want to break the, the cycle of trauma, poverty, inequality, all these big things to give a voice to the voiceless, if I want to do these big things, I can't do it by myself. So the very first thing I did was I went way the heck outside my comfort zone and I brought a group of women that I respected and I found leaders around a table and we had a conversation. And I did a ton of research in that way as far as doing everything the opposite that I had ever done. And by doing that, and some of those things specifically were asking for help, bringing other people into what do you think and, and what specifically do you feel is missing in our community right now and how might we work together to make this happen? So mm -hmm. rather than being that solopreneur and this is my company and I did all this by myself, right, self-made, all these things, it was about community and it was about giving and it was about finding the, the right people who had the same heart that I had at the time to come together 
as a community and make this our own. So even to this day, a year and a half later, most of the programs and most of the things we're doing is based on the questions that I ask the community. They're the ones, I love the term co-create and participatory democracy. Someone had pulled out nice $5 word on me the other day and I loved it. And I was like, yes, right. this, is, this is the future. This is how nature works. This is how we're, we're supposed to be running our organizations is in this support, allowing everyone to have the voice, but then implementing the ideas that are brought about and not just this old school way of having the leader at the top, telling everyone else what to do, and then everyone's the follower. I'm about a community of leaders, and, and to really own that means to empower them to take action on those ideas. Mm -hmm. so it started with a small group of women, and then eventually that ripple effect, just as people were passionate and coming together and seeing that their ideas were actually being implemented, I consider myself the doer. I'm a I'm very task-oriented, type A personality, so as the ideas were coming, I was just really good at organizing and making sure they were happening. So mm -hmm. from a, a table, I remember our first event was at an El Torito. We had eight people around the table. And then now we're doing events with 30 to 50 people attending on a monthly basis, which is amazing. Mm -hmm. And we're slowly growing. Our community is a little over 200 right now. And we have our local impact and our global impact and a big vision to come. I love that. Just the other day, I was listening to a webinar with Colin Boyd, and he was saying, if you want to go fast, go alone. But if you want to go far, far go, together. go, go yes. in community. And oh, so goodness. you have really created that community. And you do more than just helping the women that come by, by all the different workshops that you have, but you take it a step further and your reach is all the way into Guatemala. So Tell me, how, how did you discover the need in Guatemala? <laughs> it's a big question because being in California, was all local. What about your local community? Why Guatemala? Yeah. And to be honest, it's chop it up to the universe, fate, whatever you want to, whatever you want to call it. But it was ironically, it was a, a mutual connection. I was just starting Integris Woman. I didn't know what it was going to look like. I just knew that I had this heart, this why, this really powerful why. And I had this mm -hmm. really powerful vision. And someone ended up telling, right, it was actually, I was interviewing for a job, funny enough, and the HR director I'm interviewing with says, you have to meet my niece. Regardless, I want you to meet her. You remind me of her. I think you guys will get along great. And so I had this one hour Starbucks meeting lined up um, to meet with her name was Kim. And I remember when I met with her, we ended up meeting for about three hours instead of an hour. And I think the entire time I was sitting there, just jaw dropped, tears, just shocked of hearing the stories that she was sharing about these young girls in Guatemala. Mm. And so it's Kim's, uh, not to make it complicated, but it's, it's her family, essentially her family's orphanage in Guatemala. So it's a family run orphanage. And like many people, I mean, I had, you know, I volunteer, I had done impact trips. I've been to different countries to do service work, but for whatever reason, it was the stories of these young girls and that no one was telling these stories. Mm. And for me, that to this day, I still remember literally leaving that meeting, not only sad, but really angry, like really pissed off. And I am not someone who, who is an angry person by any means. I'm more the emotional type. But leaving that, I'm like, there's something that I know I can do with this. And I think the fact that it didn't leave my heart, I'm like, I know we can, we can combine this in some way. Mm -hmm. And so that's why to this day, we've been partnering with them and working hand in hand 
to, so I go every six months. Uh, we have monthly meetings with the team out there. And what I love is we've been able to plant the seed of hope and more importantly, plant that, uh, create, co-create with the team over there, the empowerment programs. So it starts, you know, not only with the girls who are serving, but these are teen moms who've been through a lot of trauma. And so we're working with those girls who are then going, they're the ones who are breaking the cycle to then help their daughters. And then all of this helps the staff and the staff are also moms been through a lot of the trauma and it's it's the community as a whole so we not only target the individual but how do we support the community so i didn't go seeking out guatemala it found me in some way mm-hmm. but we still do i'm very a big advocate of, of supporting our local community so through guatemala that's just one of the many ways that we actually have an impact program built into our business so you mentioned that when you heard what Kim was sharing was that you were so angry. So what was it in, in what she was sharing that was so upsetting or so controversial that you knew you had to take action? A story of, I don't remember how old the girl was. I think she must have been five or six. It's really just traumatic events like rape a lot of rape and a lot of sexual violence, physical violence, mm-hmm. uh, emotional trauma. Um, and it was hearing stories of 12, 13, 14 year old girls getting pregnant at the hands of their family members. Mm. And one of them was their father. And I just remember sitting there like, how in the world is something like that happening? Mm-hmm. And this isn't, this isn't a, a once in a year occasion. This is, it's so almost normalized in that area and sexual violence and the fact that this thing called machismo where the the males still have dominance over all the women and it's almost these old school ways of viewing the world, if you will. But the fact that, that yeah, I think it, it was the story of that young girl and hearing that she had, and, and, and it's, it's not like she got an abortion and she was able to do any of that. She had, she gave birth to this baby that was through trauma and the struggles that this young, young mom has to go through. And ever you know, since those stories and going and meeting a lot of these girls, it's hard because mm-hmm. it's hard just being a teen mom. I do a lot of work locally with teen moms and it's a, it's a struggle. It's a challenge, especially when you don't have a support system around you. Right. But it's a whole other thing to have to give birth to, to a child from a very traumatic experience because mm-hmm. you're, you're constantly faced. And sometimes it's an uncle or sometimes it's someone they don't know, but you're facing that child knowing the story behind that. And we actually shot a, a very powerful documentary that shows or tells the story of Jennifer. And you can watch that on our website. And it, it just brings you to tears every single time you watch it because just the story of her and her child and, mm-hmm. and her own journey of having to go through this and what some of the struggles she had to go with. And a lot of these girls don't have family or the family they do have don't want them. And it's, to me, it was the story of that one young girl and, and multiple stories from there, but then walking away and going, I can't, I, we can't let that happen, that that's not okay anymore. And and for me, it's this woman empowerment. A lot of people talking about empowerment, but not a lot of people that I see actually really dive into that. So for me, it's, if we're going to make a difference, it's, we have to start with these young girls because they're having their own girls. And mm-hmm. what are we teaching them and how are we really showing them a different path other than this generational trauma and, and just violence that's consistently happening in that particular country. 
Wow. Wow. That is really upsetting. I mean, gosh, I can't even imagine. It's just, it's so painful. And I feel like we hear about this type of thing in the news so much, but we don't hear is stories like yours of Mm -hmm. people actually taking action and putting, you know, boots on the ground to do something about it coming alongside other people and showing them that they matter and that there's hope and that there's healing and that they mm-hmm. can actually create a future for themselves. So yeah. you, what you are doing is changing lives and destinies. And I'm so grateful for the work that you're doing. Thank you. It's, it's extremely rewarding and there's, there's still a lot of work to be done where we've, we barely just like I said, every time we go, we, we plant a little seed. I say we're in chapter one of a very long story to come. And, mm-hmm. and this is where what I love watching happen is a, having a community come together to support not only these young girls, but even ourselves, even locally here, right? All of us have, have some form of trauma or something that we've, we've faced or a hardship. And mm-hmm. to know that there's someone that you can count on and someone who's willing to listen, but actually really listen to you. Mm-hmm. Give you the chance to to change that narrative and, and do something about it with a community around you is amazing. It is. So you here, we're in California for people that are listening. You have monthly events here. And from the money that you raise through those events, you're able then to take some of that and sew into Guatemala. Is that, am I understanding that correctly? That's how that works? Yes, we actually, so we, we've gone a little bit above and beyond that. We created what um, I call, I'm, we're calling right now the 10-20-30 sustainable mm. impact model. Mm. And so 10% of all of our proceeds from our membership platform, from our events, uh, from sponsorships that we receive, 10% of that is being directly invested into the programs that we're building in Guatemala with the orphanage. Uh, when I recently, I just got back last week and we were actually doing something a little bit more innovative as when we're working directly with the community members. So the hospital, the schools, the churches, uh, anyone who's passionate, psychologist, anyone in the community that, that wants to really create that community uh, healing. So we were able to do amazing events with them while we we're there. So 10% goes directly. It's not a donation. We're not giving it direct to the orphanage. The orphanage and Integris Women actually have a joint account that we're using those funds specifically for these programs that are going to benefit any of you know the empowerment program, uh, mental health programs, and as many resources that we can use to support their local efforts. Because um, I'm all, we're all about sustainability. So 10% is there. 20%. Uh, what we started doing recently was providing sponsorships to local women in need. So we've partnered with uh, different nonprofits, two of them being Project Self-Sufficiency and My Safe Harbor, which are amazing nonprofits in Orange County. And they serve single moms who are hustling and just trying to make ends meet and just need someone to support and they need that community. So we donated, uh, of all of the members that we have, 20% of those are being given uh, through an application process and sponsored for a year membership with us through some of these nonprofits, which is amazing. Um, my favorite is we actually sponsored, her name is Maria Rogers. She is just the most resilient person I know, amazing woman. Uh, she was our first sponsor and she's going to be actually the one now helping us to run that program, which I love seeing. And she's really excited to do that because her big mission is helping women in her community to overcome some of those challenges. So it's just this beautiful um, 
you know, closing the loop, I like to say. Mm-hmm. So that's 20%. And then 30% of our team and our community's time is spent supporting local nonprofits. How can mm-hmm. we help? These can be service days that we have. Uh, we love bringing in, we call them impact socials. So we'll feature a nonprofit. Uh, many of our members already serve on nonprofit boards or they're passionate about like human trafficking or Alzheimer's or whatever the cause is, we want to give our members a voice and an opportunity to present the nonprofit or the cause that they're passionate about. So every quarter we, we create an event around a nonprofit and how we can give. And, uh, or it could be, you know, I can go speak. I do a lot of speaking in different workshops. So I will go into a nonprofit. I've gone, like I mentioned, I work a lot with team mom organizations or women organizations and we'll donate our time and we'll donate, um, you know, is whatever they need that we can support to really, I like the foundation of how we can help build more sustainability in what they're doing. So rather than just giving money, like many organizations do, I think that's great, but sometimes that's short lived. So mm-hmm. it's, let's get to the foundation and how can we really make a positive impact that's lasting with some of these organizations. So 10, 20, 30, and it's been really amazing so far. And we're, we're building out all the measurement tools that we need because what, what I've learned, I mean, I have a business background and a nonprofit, not many nonprofits are measuring their impact. I think we're starting to see a trend of that, which is really great. So we're, we're bringing in the best of the business world and the best of the nonprofit world and putting it together. So how do we actually measure these programs to show those tangible results? So we are full blown into the creation of that 10, 20, 30 program. And we have a lot of support right now from the community, which is exciting. That is really exciting. Wow. You've come a long way in such a short (laughs) amount of time. I have a lot of support, a lot of mentors and a beautiful, like I mentioned, heart centered, a lot of leaders around me, which is, which is amazing to see it grow. So Stephanie, what is coming up next? Like what is your biggest need or, you know, something that you have on the calendar coming up so that listeners can support you? Yes. So a couple ways. We have annually, we do an impact retreat to Guatemala and we will bring a select group of women with us. This is an amazing week-long event that's happening. I believe the dates are September 21st to 28th. So one, if you want to attend that, uh, you can definitely send an email and I think Hopefully Sharon will put my contact info, Yeah, but you can send me a direct email or reach out to us via the website. Um, so you can attend that retreat and the retreat, just so you know, at Integris Women, we always focus on three things, personal development, professional development, and philanthropy, the three P's. So through that week, you're not only going to work on yourself, we're going to work on your professional life, your business, if you have one or your career. And most importantly, you're actually going to be co-creating and designing some of the programs that we're doing with the girls, with the staff, with the community. And you're going to get to see behind the scenes of that sustainable program that we've built. So that's a week-long retreat that we have coming up. Um, if you don't, if you can't attend, and but you're still interested in supporting, we are looking for donations to bring with us. We bring things like clothes, sanitary items. Um, I'm sure we'll have a list made up. So if you even still want to email me, we can definitely get you some of the specific needs because sometimes they'll give us the sizes of the shoes and the clothes that we can bring out for the kids um, or toys or anything like that that we can bring would be amazing. I think last year we brought things even like essential oils, something new that they can try and and enjoy and do something, you know, great for their mental health and for their wellness overall. So any ideas we're very open to. And 
of course, just come out, come get to know us, get to know our community, attend an event. We have monthly connect for impact events. We have workshops that we do. We're very involved in the community. And even if you're not from California or Orange County, I have members that are from all over the world, actually. You can join us. We have an entire online platform that you can get involved with and get the resources and tools you need to be the best version of you and go out and make that difference that you were meant to have. Wow. That is just amazing. I just love your heart for service, your, your heart for pouring into other people. I'm just so excited to see what you do next. <laughs> lots of things. We've got lots of projects and we need as much help as we can get. But the more heart-centered the community, the better. And it's, I'm, to be honest, it takes me back every single time when, I, when we have an event, just the, the caliber and the quality of the women in the room. I think that's when I ask people, why do you come back? Why, why did you join our community? Why are you part of, why are you a member with Integrous Women? And they always say that the community, it's the, it's the quality of the women and the support that you really feel. It's, it's transformational and we're not a transactional organization. You definitely get your networking. We definitely get business done, but the heart of it is so different and the diversity of the women and the multi-generations. I've got women from their mid-20s to the mid-50s, some in their 80s and some in their teens. So we, I think the beauty of that too, where we can share wisdom from all different backgrounds and all different age groups is so valuable and something that we're not really seeing yet. And I hope we see more of. Wow. Well, thank you so much, Stephanie Cretillier of Integris Women. Everything will be linked below in the show notes. You need to stay in touch with Stephanie. Let's continue to support her, her fight to just change the lives of the voiceless. And um, you know what? Every little bit makes a difference. Thank you, Sharon. Appreciate your time. Excited to connect with all of you listening. Hey, friends, as always, I so appreciate you listening in. Reach out to Stephanie at IntegrusWomen.com. Everything is linked for you below in the show notes. And please share this out. I'd love for you to leave a review. It really helps get the message out to more people. And in case you hadn't heard, my book launch party is October 24th. It is here in Southern California. So if you're a local, I'd love to have you. All the information is at SharonHughes.net forward slash the girl in the garage. And you guys, it's, it's Labor Day weekend when this is dropping. So I hope you have a fantastic holiday weekend. Be safe out there. And until next time, I wish you every good thing. <laughs>